0: Welcome, everyone, to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I'm your host today, Kareem Anderson, and we'll be talking all things Windows, Windows updates, Surface, Surface rumors, Surface event updates and dates, and FCC filings, as well as a new collaborative tool for Outlook. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Our opening discussion is all things Windows 11, 2022 fall update. Earlier this week, Microsoft began rolling out the first major update to its Windows 11 operating system, which brings a few convenient features as well a bit more polished to the operating system itself. The features list for the 2022 update may not be as extensive as some might've hoped for if they felt they waited an entire year to get an upgraded experience from what was delivered last November. Microsoft has discussed moving to an up- ex- expedited feature release schedule while simultaneously pumping the brakes on larger scale Windows operating releases to kind of address this issue. In the notes of the Windows 2022 update, the Windows team mentioned that an addendum feature pack will be rolling out next month that houses some of the more visually exciting changes to Windows that many insiders have been testing for some time. And as for the leap from Windows 11 to whatever comes next, Microsoft has followed the idea that users should expect the release in about two or three more years. Moving on to what's actually in the Windows Fall 11 update that's rolling out into 190 countries as we speak, users can expect smaller and faster installation updates, which means the Windows team is focused on delivering smaller download sizes of feature updates. According to the press release that accompanied this week's rollout, the the Windows team managed to shrink the current download size of features by 450 megabytes, which should allow users to reclaim hundreds of megabytes in user resources during the process. We will have to test that out. Uh, the other next, uh, I guess the next big thing that came uh, with this update was additional snap layouts. The Windows team introduced snap layouts with the original rollout of Windows 11, but this time around they're adding two more Windows snapping options that include one by three configurations, uh, which means you can put three Windows snap side by side on the same screen. Uh, for most higher-end resolution screens, or at least support for higher-end resolution screens. For anyone with a widescreen monitor, you might be saying it's- "Oh damn time. It's about damn time it's about damn time. <laughs> focus sessions was another thing that was added to, uh, or at least rolled into this windows update. The windows team went to work on the clock app, like Dr. Frankenstein did on his monster. They just started adding and bolting things on and produced a new focus sessions experience that adds a utility for users to set timeframes for do not disturb modes that incorporate playlists for Spotify as well. So users can maximize their productivity time and, or like myself, the anti-productivity time whatever you need to relax take a break from work spend 30 minutes just listening to music or podcast uh it's just so you can come back to whatever task you're doing a little bit more refreshed that's been my motto and i still got a job (laughs) windows studio effects was another thing that came with this update uh and that's become microsoft's name for the hosting of all kinds of streaming communication uh aspects of windows 11 It comes with a plethora of updates for communication, streaming, and editing using Windows 11. Perhaps the biggest yet underrated change to Windows 11 now includes refinements to the Windows camera, which is now being called the Windows Studio camera. I don't know why. According to the Windows team, the Windows Studio camera will now support background blur, auto-eye contact corrections, and auto-framing within uh, other third-party conferencing software. I don't believe it's out of the the box, but you can go into these settings and, and adjust them. Another part of the studio effects is voice focus improvements. Voice focus is a new feature, or at least a rebranded feature uh, for audio-only calls, which will make use of new AI-powered filters to which Microsoft wasn't super specific about, but they say it's in there, so I'm up to believe them. After buying Clipchamp, the Windows team quickly rolled it into this update, and many of the built-in apps such as Photos link back out to this cloud-based editing software, uh, which has been a nice touch uh, for quick edits for myself and I'm sure for anybody who needs to use it. Uh, That'll help users refrain from having to open up their denser applications, such as DaVinci Resolve or Adobe Premiere, or even Filmora, uh, for that matter. Uh, and it's relatively quick, so it's good that Microsoft's building this in. They might need to change the UI a little bit to match what's going on in the overall windows, uh, aesthetic, but you know, that's for months down the road, I suppose. As part of the full Windows Studio Effect uh, features update on uh, Windows 11, it now supports Windows, or uh, Windows 11 now natively supports auto HDR and variable refresh rates, which I hope addresses some of the battery drain issues that come with these two features when they're normally uh, bolted on by third-party OEM. It should also represent a nice change for gamers to have a little bit more support out of the box, uh, at least when using Windows, to support the now connected devices, or especially displays, which have been supporting high refresh rates for some time now. Speaking of which, there's been an update to the Xbox apps, which now consolidates Microsoft's Xbox app and Game Pass interface into a single app as well as a convenient place to launch xCloud games from. This isn't a separate browser instance, by the way. Microsoft has also kept its promise to bring Android to Windows by bringing the Amazon app store to Windows through through an Android container. Yes, this feature is roughly a year late and only offers 20,000 Amazon no-name apps really, uh, but it's here, works relatively well once set up. As I presume the demand for this feature is low enough that Microsoft hasn't enabled this feature by default. It's kind of a process to set up, but once completed, users would gain access to apps such as the Audible app, which is a great benefit for those of you who have been using the Windows 10 version uh, because it's being deprecated, I believe in the next month or so. Uh, You'll also get app- access to the Kindle app, Duolingo, and several other, several other approved uh, Amazon apps uh, games, Android games, if that hasn't piqued your interest, Google is also working to bring Android games to windows via their own development efforts, according to a piece from the verge, which was written about, uh, three months ago. So we should be seeing some effort there where Google will bring its own, uh, Android, uh, games app to windows at some point in the future and bypass the Microsoft store altogether. But at least we'll all get the games. It's a win-win for everybody. I think. Once again, Microsoft is trying to cater to developers by formalizing advertising in the Microsoft Store with new tools and the same advertising platform used for Microsoft Ads. Ideally, app developers working through the Microsoft Store can better target their intended audiences and leverage those audiences uh, with ads across Bing and LinkedIn platforms. Microsoft also updated its Defender Smart Screen Identifier with an improved pop-up UI to alert users who were entering their Microsoft credentials into malicious applications or hacked websites. Another security update to Windows 11 that is automatic, or at least automagic, or tweaks to Windows Hello that should speed up the time it takes for the camera to recognize users by leveraging an optional pres- presence sensing tech to wake up or put to sleep the camera when a user approaches or leaves a workstation. Creepy technology. Microsoft is also introducing smart app controls which blocks untrusted or unsigned applications, script files, and malicious macros from running on Windows 11. Smart app controllers use the same security AI, AI as the Windows Defender application present in both Windows 10 and Windows 11, and could be further improved by using the device's history to better assess real-time or repeated threats. Microsoft also explained details of the first feature pack update rolling out uh, to Windows 11 that is separate from what users are getting today. While there's no formal name for it, we in the industry have been referring to it as the Moments Update, because some market some Microsoft marketing exec floated the idea in a press release and, we haven't been able to let go of it because it's ridiculous. Awful and confusing naming aside, the new moments update is scheduled for next month and might show up around the same time uh, as the now confirmed service event, which is in October. With that update, what people are expected to find or at least get is the enhanced file explorer UI, which we thought we're gonna get in this update, but I guess we're getting in this next one, uh, which brings a tabbed interface a la sets from back in the day as well as updates to the photo app, which dev insiders have been kind of playing around with over the last 48 hours. Um, a new suggested actions on copy selections that include making calls or plugging things in automatically or plugging data in automatically to the calendar app. Another addition is the long awaited taskbar overflow UI and support to uh, share it to more devices. The Windows 11 2020 update in a nutshell, that's about it. If there are any code gurus out there, I encourage you to reach out to us or post on Twitter so we can follow you um, about if, if there's any dormant code that you can find that may signal to other uh, app development or UI developments coming for future Windows 11 feature releases. On to the headlines, which we'll try and blow through because we spent a lot of time with the update. Did Microsoft employees get a break with Adobe? Adobe? Purchase, uh, adobe's purchase of the design platform figma has been a critical buy for adobe and one that should signal anti competitor bells with authorities while i have no skin in the game figma has quietly amassed a position as a competitor to adobe and one that many design teams within microsoft have often chosen over the more recognizable brands However, now that Adobe has swallowed Figma for upwards of $15 billion, the design teams within Microsoft may be able to breathe a bit easier without having to toe the line with its far more lucrative partner, Adobe, catching any feelings about their choice to use Figma instead. I'll talk more about the significance of the Adobe Figma relationship in another opening discussion segment, but suffice to say, competitively priced subscription based design tools just had another competitor wiped off the board which will leave Adobe with little to no incentive to reduce its almost $700 a year subscription prices anytime soon. Sad news. Another headline we had this week was Surface Pro 9 gets FCC clearance. Get those conspiracy engines churning as leaked docs and code names start piling or spilling out on the internet ahead of Microsoft's fall service event. Earlier this week, an FCC filing for a tablet mode enabled device from Microsoft just got clearance. And some of the details include modems that can simultaneously transmit 4G LTE and 5G signals. While most versions of the Surface Pro can come with wireless data connectivity options, the fact that this mystery device can transmit dual signals at the same time points to a technology that isn't commonplace for most Intel modems. and gives credence to the fact that we may be getting a new ARM-based Surface Pro 9 or Surface Pro X. Uh, We've already discussed the prospect of of Microsoft housing the innards of the latest Surface Pro and Surface Pro X in the same body, It's simply offering different configuration options for customers. But with this new FCC filing, it's starting to calcify those rumors a little bit more. Even with the new, uh, another uh, headline read, even with the new ARM Surface coming soon, Surface laptops may be Intel only. It's a bit depressing. (laughs) On that note, it looks like Microsoft is going to keep it pretty standard for uh, for its other mainstream computing device, the Surface Laptop 5. Many are speculating that it could be an Intel only affair for the Surface Laptop 5, getting a spec bump with the 12th gen Intel Core i5 and i7U series processors, up to 16GB of memory and 1TB of storage, but no mention of AMD or ARM as configuration options. If this, really hol- if this reality holds true, the Surface Laptop 5 will need to be accompanied by a major design overhaul to overshadow the minor spec bump, or spec processor bump, for this year. With Apple and other OEMs adding more ports, slimmer bezels, beefier specs, discrete GPUs, variable refresh rates, improved webcams, larger memory and storage capacities, just adding a 12th gen processor to the laptop. Uh, And we've seen testing that this 12th gen processor processor has trouble overheating and delivering consistent performance with many devices. This doesn't bode very well for the Surface Laptop 5 being kind of a hit out of the box. I do pray there's more in store for the the laptop this year than just a play it safe, put a chip in it and ship it kind of strategy. I'm hoping that Microsoft does overhaul the laptop. I love the design. It just could use some more modern specs and more modern features in my opinion. Another headline we have is more Xbox games can now be played without connecting to the internet. (laughs) Start rolling in your grave, Don Magic. Well, you may not be in a grave, but you may be laying down somewhere and you may be involuntary doing somersaults. Uh, as the Xbox team has just enabled more games to be played without connecting to the internet. Famously, Magic was taken to task by gamers following an interview where he was questioned about the DRM and Always Connected policies for the Xbox One. Uh, In that questioning, he was left with answering something, something about military personnel and submarines, simply buying Xbox Way If we didn't do it, and fortunately we have a product for people who aren't able to get some form of connectivity, it's called Xbox 360. Right. So stick with 360, that's your message if you, know, well, you don't like it. If, if you have zero access yeah. to the internet, that is an offline <laughs> device. I yeah. mean, seriously, when I read the blogs and thought about who's really the most impacted, there was a person who said, hey, I'm on a nuclear sub. Right. And I don't even know what it means to be on a nuclear sub, but I've got to imagine that it's not easy to get an Internet connection. It wasn't a good luck. Didn't age very well. Fortunately for everyone involved, Magic is no longer a part of the Xbox team. And perhaps as a result, the platform continues to try and deliver for all gamers, including the latest update, which eliminates the online check in for physical Xbox game discs for the Xbox Series X and Series S. Previously, Xbox One game discs required a check-in when playing Series X or playing on the Series S or X. This was the case even when smart delivery wasn't available for a game. It also meant that offline gamers were unable to play during service outages. Engineering lead at the Xbox team um, named Eden Marie stated in a tweet that online compatibility check online compatibility checks. Were necessary for many Xbox game discs. Its removal, in this case, means that a great many more Xbox games, uh, Xbox One games, are now playable completely offline. Hooray! Time. (laughs) Could the FCC filing for Microsoft be pointing to the Studio Surface Three? In more potentially exciting news, for another FCC filing submitted by Microsoft, we find our we find out that there is a filing for what could be the long rumored Surface Studio 3, making an appearance sometime soon. While the details are light for the filing, the reference to a quote, desktop computer with an Intel processor, pretty much leads everyone to believe uh, it is the Surface Studio by way of elimination, which I guess desktop would be the only offering that Microsoft has that isn't considered mobile or tablet at this point. We reported accessories and peripherals that could accompany the new Surface Studio last week, and we're pretty sure that it's set to update. It, Microsoft is set to update its all-in-one offering soon. Updated to what? That we're less clear about. But it seems reasonable to assume that this time around, Microsoft will include a faster, faster refresh rate for the display, slimmer bezels, faster processor, beefier GPUs, and perhaps a redesign of the CPU body for better ventilation, especially if they're using these 12th-gen CPUs, which, like I mentioned, uh, have some trouble with heating. To be quite honest, if Microsoft only shipped a Surface Studio display, though, to be paired wired or wirelessly with existing and future devices, I would call that—I would consider that—a win. Microsoft confirms its Surface hardware event, October 12, 2022, with saved invites. Microsoft has officially confirmed it will be hosting a hardware event on October 12. A couple of Uh, days—it did this a couple of days ago. Microsoft began emailing press a save the date invite, an invite where the company quote, will talk about devices. The now annual fall service event is underway and is scheduled to begin at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or 10 a.m. Eastern on October 12th. And is billed as a virtual experience where others can view it online as well. We'll post links to where you can view the live stream as well as any other information that leaks uh, that leaks before this uh, event in the next couple of weeks. Microsoft Outlook will soon let users collaborate e- in email using Loop Component. Surprise, not a Windows or Surface headline. But we'll cover nonetheless today. Loop is the first, funny, furthest thing from a scary title, but Google advocate, advocates may be raising an eyebrow as Microsoft Loop Components is scheduled to reach general availability in November of this year. I say that because Google introduced, I believe, it's Spaces or something, WorkSpaces or Spaces, which is a very similar technology uh, to help kind of mend all of its uh, documents and productivity uh, apps together. Microsoft introduced, or at least start talking about loops about two years ago. Uh, looks like it's making its way to more apps as we speak. The loop component is a mesh platform that supports real-time collaborative uh, collaboration between Microsoft productivity suites of apps. Loop components are already available in Microsoft Teams, and now the features labeled 93234 in the Microsoft 365 roadmap will be available for Outlook on the web, as well as the Outlook Windows desktop client as an insert via the toolbar. Once enabled, users will be able to collaborate, edit the content in line, and see changes made in real time across emails and Teams chats. Last up, the new Photos app for Windows 11. Microsoft mentioned it would be shipping a new Photos app experience with additional October feature update pack. And with the latest Windows 11 Insider Dev Channel release, Insiders are now testing that exact app, which now brings a new UI to organize uh, photos, an easier way to backup up photos using OneDrive, a new memories experience, multi-window, and multi-screen support, info uh, on OneDrive storage capacity, as well as management options, and an easier way to import images from cameras. The overall look of the app has been uplifted as well and follows a more to Windows 11 UI with extended side menus, more iconography, uh, this that new opacity effect that allows colors to kind of bleed in through uh, the back, uh, bleeding through the windows, elegantly at least. Um, but I mean, the app is still lacking some basic features like spot fix, navigating from images once selected or zoomed in. It also opens each image in an independent window set of the single app itself, uh, which again makes for harder navigation through the app, but Hey, Microsoft has a couple of weeks to get this polished and shipped, and I'm sure they'll have it as polished and, and shipped on, on a timely matter as any other windows update has been that's it for today it's been a mostly windows and surface centric pod as we head into techtober and the impending microsoft event i want to thank you for spending some time with me uh, this weekend and i look forward to the news as i hope you guys do as well as dealing with the fallout from windows this windows 11 2022 update because in life no good deed goes unpunished i'm sure the windows team is dealing with a backlog of complaints already If you're into more than just listening to me covering the news, you can go and read full articles and details at our website on Microsoft.com, where we host the latest breaking news, editorials, a growing list of how-tos regarding the use of Windows, emails, servers, gaming, virtual machines, and security. As always, I am me, you are you. Please go do something wonderful with that knowledge. Bye.